Welcome back to another episode of So Talk to Me. Hi. Today, we're on episode 103. 103. I'll probably reference this a lot of times, and definitely when we make it there, but it makes me think of uh, Frodo Baggins in uh, the Fellowship of the Ring at the beginning of the movie. It's my 111th birthday! But I know we're only at 103, not 111. So are we going to have like an 111 celebration? Yeah, 111. 111. That's what he calls it in the book. I don't know if they say, I don't think they say that at all in the movie. I don't remember. But as we all know, the books are better than the movies. So, you know. Apparently. (laughs) No, they really are. But the movies are still good. They're just different. Yeah. They're just different. I doubt Tolkien would have liked them very much. Speaking of movies and Tolkien, did you know there's a movie that's out? Who was telling me about this? Oh, it was Mary Ellen. A church, one of the uh, the worship leaders at church. Um, she watched the Tolkien movie that had just come out, um, the one that's about J.R.R. Tolkien, his life and oh. like experiences in the war. Oh, I didn't know so, that there was one. Yeah, yeah. She said she liked it, but what I've heard is that like it doesn't even mention the Inklings, the group that he was a part of that met at the pub every week. Oh, it's like the writers' group. Because wasn't C.S. Lewis a part of that yes. too? Yeah. Yeah, and they were like best buds. Yeah. C.S. Lewis isn't even in the movie. The Inklings isn't isn't even in the movie. Yeah, I wonder if that's maybe some sort of like copyright thing that they couldn't use it for some reason. I don't know. I feel like it was long enough ago that copyright laws wouldn't apply. Thanks, Disney. Um, (laughs) If you you know what that, that's a reference to. Basically, if you know anything about copyright law, uh, one of the, Huge reasons the copyright law in America exists is because of Disney. <laughs> Basically, every time copyright is about to expire, like, because copyright only lasts for so long. Yeah, like 70 years. Yeah, something like that. Um, and like, basically, every time Mickey Mouse is going to expire and go into public domain, Disney pours a ton of money into lobbying to extend that out. And so that's why it, it, it wasn't always 70 years. I think it used to be like, 10 or 20 years after the copyright had gone into effect. But it's well, continued to grow can you not larger and larger. Just, that's, that's weird. Like you can't just copyright it again. Well, yeah, right, right. No, I mean, that's, that's the point of copyright laws is so that the creator still gets their dues. But if you think in other realms, like maybe not, maybe not art, but if you think in, in um, realms of like technology, mm-hmm. you don't want perpetual copyrights because you want people to be able to iterate on what has come before, right? So by extending copyright to, you know, forever, <laughs> it actually stifles um, creativity hmm. and new technological advancements. But at the same time, you do want to protect, you know, if someone invents something, you want to protect that person's right to uh, be able to sell it. Right. You know, at least for, at least for a little while, but 70 years is kind of pushing it. Like why? It, yeah. Anyways, uh, Disney, the company doesn't want anyone else to draw Mickey Mouse or make money drawing Mickey Mouse. So they continue to extend out those. Anyways, I don't, that's, we've already, <laughs> hi, welcome to a podcast <laughs> about nothing. Um, so far we've talked about Tolkien and Disney laws. So talk to me. How has your week been, Samantha? Um, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's been Uh-oh. a little rough. Just with my the anniversary of my mom's death was on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so just always hard leading up to that. Yeah. Um but today was a pretty good day. I got to um, go to our church and see a lot of our, well, my old, co- you still work with them. I mm-hmm. used to work there yeah. <laughs> before we had kids. Um, and it's, I mean, I say, I say like, I got to go see my old coworkers, but like, like I don't see them every Sunday. 
Um, yeah, I had a counseling session with one of our pastors and it was really good. And yeah, so I've just had a, a good day, like came home and got lunch ready for the kids and they ate and whatnot. And it was just a pretty chill day. Nice. Yeah. They didn't get into anything horrible or, yeah, they just kind of, I think those like doorknob lock things have helped tremendously Mm -hmm. because it like, well, it keeps Josie out of the places that we don't want her to be. So then she focuses more on actually playing with appropriate things, which has caused both of them to play with their toys more and to actually be more like creative and imaginative and playing. Hey, that's so, good. Yeah, it is really good. What about you? What about me? How's your week? How's my been? week been? Um, your it, days. It's been all right. Trying not to use the word busy. Yes, very much so. Because <laughs> I say that all the time and it's, it's just become cliche, um, even if, it, if it's slightly true. Um, I think that's just most people's lives. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, uh, well, see, now I even frustrate myself because like, yes, I, I was about to say I don't know how to slow it down. Like, I don't know if it's even possible to slow it down. But that's not altogether true because there are hobbies and things that I enjoy. This podcast, for example. I could just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to stop doing the podcast. Um, and then my life would be a little bit less busy. You know, I'd have one free night a week. Um, so there, there are things like that. You know, I have another podcast. Same deal. Like, I enjoy doing that. I could just drop it if I really wanted to slow down. So part of me is like, well, no. I, I want to follow through with my commitments. But also, I just enjoy it. <laughs> you know? like. This is good. I enjoy well, doing this. This is a little bit more than just something on your to-do list. Right. Right. Exactly. And I'm just saying in the context of like, I feel like I can't slow down. Like things are always just busy and things pile up and you just continue to work on things. Um, I, I just mean like if I really like cut everything else out in order to make room, then yeah, I could let the podcasts go. You know, I mean, like if I survey the things that I do during the week, I could start cutting stuff out, but there's stuff that I make, uh, put a high priority on, you know, like this podcast, I really enjoy doing it. It's, it's high on my priority list along with things like small group, you know, I don't want to cut that out. That's a really good thing. Um, so I just mean there are ways in which I could slow down. I just don't want to. Which makes it, I was going to say more frustrating. Maybe it's well, not more Well, there are ways in which you can slow down without cutting the things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I consider this podcast something that I have to do for the betterment of our relationship Mm -hmm. like you're you are really busy and this is like one of the only times that we get to really talk to each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so i consider it like a necessity yeah 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 no yeah, anyways. So so yeah, life is just crazy and it's always crazy and it will continue to be crazy because if I have free time, I'm going to fill it with something. <laughs> That's all in those in those small moments. So, uh yesterday we had a uh, little like worship night on our campus outside in our campus. Um we called it Worship Under the Oaks because our church is called Austin Oaks Church and we have big oak trees in our courtyard. So, um so yesterday was a very long day at work. Um, I haven't slept very much this week. Like, I, I don't mean that, like I've slept every night, but 
I've just gone to bed later than usual most every night this week, except for last night. Last night was good, and I slept through my alarm this morning. But whenever I do that, my body, like, it's basically like, hey, you know that sleeping through the night thing? That's really good. So I'm going to be tired all day so that you do that again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my body recognizes how good that getting a full night's sleep is and it punishes me the next day. <laughs> it's not punishing so, you. It's just, I want more. Exactly, exactly. So that to say, I slept well last night, and I've been tired all day today. <laughs> so that's been frustrating. <laughs> um, but yeah, That just means you need to be more consistent with getting a full night's sleep, and then that won't yeah, happen. I agree. I do need to. <laughs> it's just difficult when I have stuff that needs to be done between work and school and life all that life stuff and other things that i have like podcasts. anyways it's it's been another full week and it doesn't look like it's slowing down anytime soon now i think i mentioned it last week right but but our church is going to be adding another service on sunday mornings so um, the lead up to that, there's a lot of details that need to be ironed out because a lot of them just have not been nailed down quite yet. So um, I'm attempting to anticipate what it's going to look like should said details fall into the places that I think they're going to fall into. Um, so that that's a lot. And then other big projects. I mean, that's the biggest project at work right now but uh you know then there's normal weekly stuff there was that concert outside last night a worship night excuse me not concert and uh yeah then lear lots of learning with my other duties duties mm -hmm. like, website duties yeah learning how to create a website and maintain it yeah yeah, that's fun. No, I, I enjoy it. I'm a, I'm a nerd, so I do enjoy it. It's just, um, I feel like I need to learn faster. <laughs> so, that's fun. Well, then, moving right along. Okay. Um, last week, we talked about uh, secondary issues mm -hmm. and how they are important, mm -hmm. even though they're secondary. So I wanted to focus, I wanted to continue that conversation, but focus okay. more on the other side of that, on how we can put too much of an emphasis on secondary things okay, and turn them into primary and get ourselves in trouble. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So um, something that I've seen mostly through social media because no one really knows how to react with each other and talk with each other properly, apparently, on social media. Anyways. Um, it is a very polarizing place. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, with the, like, the social justice issue, for example, like, you have your... Uh, people who consider themselves social justice warriors and then um, people who are against that social justice warriorism, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, and they tend to make that their main issue, and I'm talking specifically within like the Christian sphere. Mm -hmm. um, they tend to make that their like one big issue, mm -hmm. which it's it's not bad to have like a particular issue that you're passionate about and uh, want to focus on. That's fine, but with with the way that you interact with people can show if you're making that issue an idol or not. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that I, I have personal, personally seen 
on both sides people doing that um with just like straw man arguments like thrown at the other side and calling people who consider themselves fighting for social justice like that they're spreading a different gospel or something and then calling the SJWs calling those who are against like that sort of ism racist or something, you know, like just not actually listening to each other at all. Just having this like one definition in your head and applying that to anyone who disagrees with you and throwing them under the bus. And um, I've seen it particularly. Why can't I talk today? <laughs> I feel like I have keep having to sniff and lots of saliva. Sorry. Um, I've seen a lot of that with that particular issue, um, mm-hmm. and also with like the feminist, non-feminist, like. I've seen it on that with that too, and with like complementarianism versus egalitarianism, like, and those are big issues. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just seen them handled so poorly and put put on pedestals to where their people are slandering their brothers and sisters in Christ, mm-hmm. and it's it's obviously become an idol for them. Um, and that's not okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the danger that you run into when you put a secondary issue as a primary one, you mm-hmm. yeah. run into sin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with like, you know, addressing a particular issue or um, calling someone out or something. I mean, like in the case of you bring up, you know, just like social justice and that whole idea. I don't think there's anything wrong with with um, bringing out the fact that uh, there are underlying assumptions and ways like perspectives and ways that you see the world, particularly with a lot of like recent social justice. I mean, that's such a, it's it's a vague term, right? but a lot of it is um, something like critical theory or something like that, that comes from Marxism. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with like addressing those underlying issues, even if the person who espouses the current social justice, whatever, whatever issue it is, I don't think there's anything wrong with like informing them that they are making assumptions based on a Marxist point of view, something like that. Um, and I don't think that's slander, but I think definitely, yeah, um, I know I know of people <laughs> who, um, in their fight against SJWism, continually harp on one or two or three people. Mm-hmm. And so everything that, that that person says is wrong. Yeah, you know? and, and they just become a Marxist instead of... Yeah, just they just attach that title to them, even if that person wouldn't. You know what I mean? Well, yes, but I I don't think that's entirely wrong. Like if they're using Marxist presuppositions, even if they don't recognize it, I don't think it's wrong to say that they are Marxist. Like that they have those those ideas that have actually, even if they don't recognize it, like that is where those ideas, those philosophical ideas have come from. So I don't think it's wrong. Now, I'll say this also, I don't think calling someone Marxist is slander. Like, that's not an insult. That's a definition. Unless you're using it as one. I guess, but it's, it's, it's inherently it's not though. That's what I'm saying. Um, So yeah, I mean, sure, you can take it. You can be offended at anything. But like, well, no, I mean, like, some people use that as like a bad word to call people. Yeah, 
Right. Like the same, it's the same with feminist. Like people just throw that word out there mm-hmm. just to demonize people, you know? Right. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, they're saying that those are inherently bad things. And so by calling you that, yeah, it's, it's insulting. But I also think there's like the proper use of those terms. Um, yeah, they imply something bad just because whoever's using them that way like understands the flaws in the, the thought processes. Anyways, I feel like I'm kind of getting down into the weeds, but I just mean like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with pointing out where those ideas come from and or what they could possibly lead to. Now, actually, now that I bring that up, I think those do go two separate directions because just because something leads somewhere doesn't necessarily mean that um, the person that you're arguing against necessarily holds to that. Right. That makes sense. So that's that's, that's what I mean by people aren't well. listening to each other. Right. They're <laughs> just right. throwing accusations at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, definitely, <laughs> we need to listen more. Um, yeah, I'm reminded of James uh, because I've been in the book of James for a long time, been trying to memorize it, um, uh, where it says for um, his exhortation is to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm. Uh, that, uh, I feel like a lot of social media interactions would be quelled if we all held to that <laughs> a bit tighter um for sure you know it's i was reminded too and i'm sure our, our pastor will talk about this more on sunday but on our um we do a, a a meeting on tuesdays where he kind of talks through some of the main points he's going to be talking about on sunday at least his his kind of initial thoughts and, and gets everyone's perspective on it as well but one of the things that um that was brought up in that meeting is how Jesus said that um, the world will know that you are mine by your love, you know, by how you love each other. Um, and that's a nice little kick in the teeth yep. um, to a good amount of the church. Uh, it, like with everything, there's a balance, right? Mm-hmm. We want to be able to call out the wolves in our midst right. because we know that there are. Um, that that is a reality. Right. Right. When prosperity gospel preachers, uh, when, you know, like I think, I think of telemark, telemarketers, televangelists might as well be telemarketers, um, <laughs> televangelists who are obviously, you know, out for money and teaching, right. Teaching horrible things. Um, well, and those are like, like you can say they're wolves cause they're like, primary doctrines they're right perverting yes yeah yeah and uh so we want to be able to call out wolves in our midst and false teachers and be able to correct um but we also what ought to be fueling that is our love for the purity of the gospel yeah 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 but when you're calling someone apostate just because they consider themselves an SJW. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's too far. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and we've talked about I mean we've brought it up. So th- these are some of the things that make it difficult. We've brought it up on po- on episodes before is like it's hard for us to understand someone struggling with a particular sin um even if it's something like anger um that that like the Holy Spirit would allow them to continue in a particular sin. You know, some, something like, I don't know, I, what comes to mind immediately is something like abuse within a marriage, mm-hmm. right? Someone who is continually abusive to their spouse. Right. Like that, judging by the fruit of that person's life, that is difficult to like talk about their sanctification right. and talk, you know, like, we don't want to jump to conclusions and we want to love and we want to assume the, the best in our brothers and sisters. Right. Um, but it's also very difficult for a human standpoint, from the human standpoint to be able to uh, discern what that means. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
we're all, uh, we're not the ultimate judges. God is, um, but it can it can be difficult. So, so I'm a little confused why you brought that up. Are you, um, are you calling SJWism sin? Um, I think there are definitely some underlying like assumptions. You know, a lot of the SJW-isms have to do with things like intersectionality, which I think is absolutely flawed in the way that it views people. It's unbiblical in the way that it views people and puts them into different groups um, that are extra biblical, that God does not call people based on on their... Okay. Then then I, I, I wouldn't lump... SJWism in as a whole as a sin, mm-hmm. I would pick out certain things within it. Okay. That might possibly be sin. Okay. Um, because I do think that there are people who might can might put themselves in that camp um that are just honestly seeking justice mm-hmm. where they see wrongdoing yes um and so i and i don't think that's a sin whatsoever so, no no yeah certainly not um so i don't want to just say that as a whole is or can be a sin I, I i would personally just pick out the maybe particular things within it like yeah intersectionality yeah yeah and that's why i said earlier like that's just such a vague term it's difficult to even pin it down. Right. Um, the, but the first thing that I think of when it, when that is brought up, because generally social justice warrior is a slur. Like not very, I, I don't know. I haven't met very many people who consider themselves to be social justice warrior. It's usually the people who yeah. are anti-intersectionality, Marxist, that whatever, use that. XYZ. Yeah. 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 That use that term. So. Okay. That's that's just what I generally think of, but sure, it covers a, a multitude of different things that that may have their own issues. But yes, I completely agree with you. Biblical justice is something that we as Christians ought to seek. Yes, for um, sure. But that justice is defined by God, mm-hmm. by God's law, and in the Scripture, what justice looks like. Um, it is not defined by uh, extra biblical sources. By, you know, by perceived injustices that are not a, a part of what God has said is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Or, well, what God has said is wrong <laughs> right. in that case. What God has said is oppression. But yeah, I mean, I think um, th- there's a term that is thrown around a lot. And I think if it doesn't get defined, um, it can also turn into one of these vague things um, that is closely aligned with it this and it is legalism Mm. right we've brought it up a number of times on the podcast so what legalism is um because it can be so vague it's thrown around a lot um legalism is not um saying that god's law is a good thing and that we ought to follow god's law that's not legalism right um strictly defined legalism is basically taking any secondary issue and elevating it to the level of the Works gospel. righteousness. Yes. Yeah. That there's something that you must do. There's something you must fulfill. There's something you must be yeah. in order to adding to the be gospel. saved. Yeah. Right. And um, oftentimes when it's brought up after, you know, after the point of salvation with, between brothers and sisters in Christ, um, it means that it's something you must continue in, something you must continue to do in order to be a Christian, in order to continue being a Christian. Um, Something like, it's often applied to good things, right? It's often applied to the law of God. It's often Mm -hmm. applied to things that um, are for our good. So something something as innocuous, well, that's probably not even the right word, but something as simple as reading your Bible every day. It's very important to grow, to, to renew your mind. Right. Scripture says that. But if you put that on the pedestal of this defines my relationship with God. Or it, thinking it's going to give you like a higher 
spot, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right? Believing more recognition, that, yeah, <laughs> with believe, God, exactly, yeah, that God doesn't love you as much if you can't keep your end of the bargain, yeah. Well, that's not the gospel, <laughs> right? Um, there is, I mean, yeah, there, there was. You know, Old Testament law, the, the Israelites were call, called to fulfill the law, not that they ever could, right. just that that was the, what's referred to in the New Testament as the curse of the law, mm-hmm. was that we, we couldn't fulfill it. Um, now that we have the gospel clearly revealed mm-hmm. in Christ, I think it was revealed in the Old Testament as well, but not as clearly, um, now that it's clearly revealed through Christ, uh, we're no longer bound to the law in that that curse has been broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are saved by grace through faith right. and not uh, not by our own deeds that none should boast, right? Um, so we don't have to, under penalty of death, keep the law of God. We don't have to keep the... Um, these things that are very beneficial for us and things mm-hmm. that we ought to do. Um, so elevating those things that we ought to do to the level of things that we need to do that right. are necessary. If we have the Holy legalism. Spirit, we will want to do exactly. them. Exactly. If we truly love the Lord. Um, I mean, King David said that he delights in the law of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, How cool is that? And that was Old Testament too. So he didn't have the... Um, the sweetness and the fullness of revelation in the New Testament, right? As well, well, like, Jesus says, "If you love me, you will obey." Exactly. Yes, my my words. Yes, exactly. So, um, so these are good things. We just don't want to elevate them to legalism. So, I mean, like it's even like we talked about last week. Like secondary issues can be very important, mm-hmm. um, because we can stumble into, you know, just like throwing the law away altogether. And I, I think if I'm not mistaken, Paul talked about that, uh, you know, when he said like, well, why not sin that grace may abound, right? By why no not? means. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Stop right there. I am not encouraging <laughs> you to sin. Um, yeah, yeah, by no means. Um, Exclamation point. Right. We <laughs> ought not, even to uh, want to sin any longer right. because now we know God and we know his grace and we know his love for his people. Um, so yes, we ought to want to follow what scripture says. We want to, we ought to follow the law of God, but out of a love for God, right? not out of a fear of damnation. Mm-hmm. If we, if we don't fulfill that. So, yeah. And so that, I mean, that's also why we, we want to be passionate um, in studying scripture, in understanding what God wants from his people. Mm-hmm. Like what, what that life of loving God looks like practically. Um, because I mean, I'll tell you, I think that it looks different depending on your context. Yeah. Like it looks different depending on Things like your stage of life, mm-hmm. um, thing like your priorities change throughout your life. I'm thinking particularly our stage of life is that we have two young children, and I'm saying our priorities change because we're investing in them and we spend a lot of time with them. Right, and that is a good thing, um, but it means that it takes us away from other opportunities. Once again, they Paul are ta- our mission field at yes, the moment. Yeah. Exactly, and and Paul talks about that when. Uh, when you know he says that he wishes that all would be like him, i.e., single, not married, not tied down by marriage, so that we could all go into the the mission field, you know, and and travel the world and preach the gospel, mm-hmm. right? Um. So so clearly, Paul is getting at that we have different priorities because it's not that doesn't mean that being at home and raising up your children is any less important. Uh, not at all. It is very important. Like being a majority of, I believe studies show that a majority of Christians um, have become, became Christians at a young age, like because of the influence of, of people within their youth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's super important. Um, anyways, yeah, our priorities change throughout our life is what yeah. I'm trying to say. So um, 
that's where I, I came at that <laughs> by saying that, yes, the way that we live out our lives looks different depending on our context. It, de- it depends on our culture as well. Right. Um, issues of this is, might be a hot button issue, but I think actually this is why it's a hot button issue. Issues of things like modesty, I think kind of depend on the culture that you're in. Yeah. It is culturally dependent. Um, and I think that's what makes it so difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what makes people so upset about it is because in one culture, something can be seen as immodest, where in another culture, it doesn't even matter. Like right. some, like in the case of, of, of women's dress, like showing your ankles could be uh, a sign of immodesty, which right. is like, what? What are you even talking about here mm-hmm. in like contemporary American culture? Like, no, like, yeah. that's not. Or you know, even so, like things that are considered like feminine or masculine like mm-hmm. are different in different cultures yeah yeah like yeah. scottish people scottish men wear kilts mm-hmm. which are literally skirts yeah with no underwear <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean even at the even in um even in bible times you know when it talks about gird your loins like yeah, that's talking they about rolling up your robes yeah. yeah so that you can go into battle and which run which is basically just a mumu <laughs> a big i really don't like it that you put it that way <laughs> but um at the same time i don't wear those so uh yeah yeah so definitely um things like that change now i'm not saying that there's no such thing as like differentiate i mean like the Bible does give specific commands to men and to women. There are, I do think there are different roles that men and women play that are laid out biblically. But I think there are also a lot of other issues that are just culturally, uh, it's part of the, the culture that you're swimming in and you don't realize it, right? Yeah. That, that says what is masculine and what is feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, there are core issues that the Bible addresses, but then... It really kind of depends on the culture that you're in as to whether or not other things um, fall under that as well. So, uh, yeah. So uh, all that to say is that it can be difficult um, giving importance to different secondary issues, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, it's not easy. But um, our encouragement, I think this is where we were going with all of our conversation. <laughs> Forgive me if I'm wrong. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say it. I know you hate it when I say that. So sorry. <laughs> Um, but we as Christians ought to show love and grace to others, to others. I was going to say to our brothers and sisters in Christ, definitely, especially, but to others in general. Other people in general, yeah. 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 Um, Love your neighbor as yourself. Right. That includes everyone other than yourself. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Like when the Pharisees asked, well, who's my neighbor? You know, Jesus said, you know, those people you hate, the Samaritans, (laughs) those traitors against uh, all of Judaism, those people, those terrorists, those people are the ones who are your neighbors. Um, Yeah. So everyone, certainly. That doesn't mean that we can't call people on their crap. Right. But it does mean that we ought to be fueled by love and not by hatred towards other people yeah i mean what else Um, did jesus say to the pharisees yet like he called them broods of vipers yeah (laughs) i mean whitewashed tombs he called them out (laughs) yeah (laughs) when people are in sin you call them out Mm -hmm. when right so when you see a wolf you call them out mm -hmm. like yeah we can be we can be direct we can be blunt we can be clear in what we say but um there's there's certainly a line to where it just becomes mockery where it can, where it becomes hateful. Right. You know? And, and I mean, that's, that's why I say it that way that that shouldn't be what fuels us. What fuels our, um, those types of conversations ought to be a love for people to see the truth and to know the truth because right. the truth is a person. I know that sounds cliche, but it's God. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the word. Um, and so we ought to want others to see the truth, not just win an argument, right. not just demonize our opponents. Um, you know, it's kind of funny, actually. I'll, I'll bring this. I wasn't planning on bringing this up, but I will. Um, I've been listening to a book that came recommended in one of the, the YouTubers that I uh, 
follow that talks. Uh, anyways, he he had kind of recommended it to. Um, well, the book is called "The Forty Eight Laws of Power," and it's basically like about power dynamics and um, and how to basically how to garner power. So it pulls from a lot of different wisdom literature throughout history. So Chinese literature and and uh, just all kinds of like folk tales and things like that. And it condenses. Yeah, it it is a very interesting book. However, it is a godless book. Um, mm. It's one in which, like one of one of the laws, uh, it started off like as it was explaining it. It was basically like use honesty as a tool. Um, be deceptive. Like basically don't let anyone know what you're thinking. Be deceptive all the time and use honesty as a tool to get what you want and to gain more power. Um, That's so awful. It is. It, it's completely like, the book is set up in such a way... Be a complete hypocrite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it garners you power. The book is set up in such a way that... Why are you reading this? Well, I'll tell you why, is okay. to analyze the way that people can act. And mm. and because there are good things, in, like good principles as well in the book. Um, but, like, obviously, when it encourages you to sin... Like, one thing that I noticed, um, the stark difference, this book... It's absolute, like, it is 100% focused on how to gain power, how to um, manipulate people, how to, like, play how the system. How to be a narcissist. Well, sort of. But, I mean, like, the absolute goal is power. And so these are different ways to get it. And that is the one thing that it's after. And, like, you contrast that with our God and how our God, like, one of the Ten Commandments is not to lie, like, not to be deceitful. And how, um, g- like, from the very first few chapters of the scripture from Genesis, like, you see the deceitfulness of the enemy, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, so it contrasts a good and loving God with deceit. Um, and so, like, just seeing that, it's like, oh, yeah, you could, like, these, this is worldly wisdom that says you can do X, Y, Z to get your way, to, to get what you want. Um, or you can follow God, right? Like it is, ex- it is the opposite of what God says. God says to be honest. Now that doesn't mean to always show your hand. Like you can have a poker face. You can, you know, it doesn't mean you have to, um, say what you're thinking a hundred percent of the time. That's not wisdom either. Um, but we ought not to play, uh, play the game of deceit just to garner power so anyways i'm trying to remember now how i even got off on this tangent like why (laughs) i brought it up um it's been interesting uh listening to the book but that was one of the things that i that i like it's a book that i'm listening to that i really have to be careful with now my personality i don't follow a lot of what it says anyway like that's just not who i am I've always been attracted to honesty, <laughs> if that makes sense. Even in so much as the music that I listen to, like emo music has always spoken to me because it's very much like hard on the sleeve, even when it's not very poetic. It's just like, oh man. Is that why you felt real, me? man? Real. Yes, you're real. <laughs> um, so, because uh, I don't take yeah. no crap. Exactly. Don't take no crap from nobody. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, so it no, it's it's been interesting, but um, basically, just that that we shouldn't be fueled by our self interest, even when correcting other people. Um, how, once again, secondary issues are important. Um, we want to follow what God says. Yes. Um. And the greatest commandment is to love God and to love others. Um, and so if we are attempting to follow other commandments and forsake those two, we've lost it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Any other thoughts? No, I think it's funny because before we started recording, you were like, you're going to have to lead this because this topic was your idea. And yeah. I think you did the most of the talking. Oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no, I just think I it's funny because you that. thought you weren't going to have much to say. And no. you turns out you did. I just, you put a microphone in front of me. <laughs> I guess I'm just that narcissistic that like, no, you have to hear what I'm thinking. You've been too influenced um, by this book already. No, the opposite. <laughs> the book would have me be more mysterious, would have me like not say very much. So that you'd be like poking and prodding to see what I think. But anyways, <laughs> that's not me. I'm not very good at it. But it is interesting to, yeah, again, like I said, to to analyze the way that that other people may be attempting to take advantage you are, of you. You, are, you tend to be mysterious, but not as a power play. It's just because you're more introverted and you <laughs> process internally. So Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, so if you guys want to share any of your thoughts and not be as mysterious, <laughs> you can contact us a number of ways. Our email address is sotalktomepodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash sotalktomepodcast. Instagram, our handle is sotalktomepodcast. And on Twitter, our handle is so underscore talk to me. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. Before we head out, any recommendations? Milady. Um, I just got a text. Apparently, something <laughs> just happened. Um, I uh, have well, I've taken a little break now because I didn't want to finish it all mm -hmm. in like just a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have really been loving the Dark Crystal series on Netflix. Mm hmm. It's so good. I'm such a nerd. It's nice. so good. If if you haven't watched the original movie, you have to watch that one first before you start the series. Really? Okay, yes. so I had heard like even if you haven't or even if you didn't like it, like this one the writing is better in this one and you should still check it out. Huh. I mean, I'm super nostalgic for the first one because yeah. I grew up watching it. Um so I I definitely base how good this series is mm -hmm. off of how much I love the first movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that um, makes sense. But yeah, it is really, really good. Uh, I don't know if I can say very much because, yeah, if you haven't watched the original movie, then pretty much anything I say would be kind of a spoiler. Gotcha. So. But if you're into that, like, kind of fantasy sci-fi stuff and Jim Henson puppetry, you'd love it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. That's cool. Um, I don't, my recommendations are, I don't have much. I don't have much. I have been listening to a lot of pop punk lately. Yes, you have. Um. So it's funny because I, I posted on Facebook the other day that I'm just now getting into these bands that have been around for like, I don't know. 20 years? Not that long, but probably a decade. Something like that. I guess that. I just feel older than I actually am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Like well, 15 years. <laughs> I was going to say something, but no, I'll just leave years. it. I'll leave it at that. Anyways, the story so far and real friends. And then this other newer-ish band called Like Pacific. I've been digging them a lot. And then my friend told me about a band called Knuckle Puck. And I was like, for some reason, I always just assumed a band called Knuckle Puck would be like, Sounds like a punk band. Yeah, I would assume like old school hardcore. Yeah. So yeah, basically just heavy punk. And uh, no, they're, they're like pop punk. They're, <laughs> they're actually really, I was, I was really impressed. Um, so I, I don't judge a book by its cover, I guess. That whole thing. Don't judge a band by its name. Uh, so, anyways, then a lot of those bands do have some some language in them. So, check it out before you listen around your kids. But I enjoy them. Click on the go into your settings on Spotify and click. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. The explicit. The explicit. Tag, yeah. 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 So that's true. Then it'll just edit out. Oh, but some of the songs with language are like some of their best songs. So anyways, that's just the music that I listen to. 
There you go. Maybe that's why I'm so sad and angry all the time. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for episode 103. Does it? I think so. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. Thank you, past. friend, listener. Yes. We enjoy your presence. Now, go talk to someone. Like your spouse. Yes, spouse. What would we call friends. our listeners? I don't know. So talk to means? That's kind of weird. <laughs> I'd, you'll have to give me a little bit to think. <laughs> I can't come up with something on the spot. Sorry, I was thinking about the uh, that one Parks and Rec episode where Purd says what he calls his uh, viewers. He calls them pervverts. Oh no! I'm just thinking, what would we call our listeners? <laughs> I I so don't talk know. to means. I guess that's the best I can come up with right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it just it's what would probably flow the best. Yeah. Oh, are you recording over another episode? You recording over another episode? Oh yeah, I always do that. Okay, but that's I just why. forgot to mute that channel. Yeah. Um. So talk to meites. <laughs> no. See, means just flows better. Yeah. Than ites. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna shut up now. <laughs> I'm tired. I can't think of anything. My brain's dead. Dead brain. Okay. Right. Peace Bye. out, y'all.